All right, everybody, welcome back to our conversations here with Dan and Jed. Last time we started exploring mm. personal spirituality. And specifically, we talked a lot about exploring God's Word and meditating on it and then putting it into action in order to really grow and open ourselves up to God's desires and direction for our life. And so we're wanting to continue that today with starting off on prayer. Yeah. Okay. Um, People that are really seeking God, you know, are people who also seek God in prayer, not mm-hmm. just in His Word. But again, let's emphasize as we start, they're seeking God. They're seeking yes. a relationship with God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jesus in Matthew 6 talked about praying out of the wrong motives, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, public prayer to be seen of others. Yeah, they want even, to stand up in the synagogues <clears throat> and get people's attention and all those things. Yeah, or even dads that they might pray at the supper table say a real nice prayer, but they may never pray mm. elsewise, you know. They're or it's just <clears> the same <throat> things over and over. Same thing, you know, over yeah. and over. So, you know, so prayer <clears throat> is like study. It has to be personal. Uh, Jesus said, you know, don't do it in the street corners. Go to your closet, shut the door, pray to your father in secret. Mm-hmm. And so why? Because... <clears throat> If you're really doing it in secret, yeah, and nobody else knows about it, yeah, then you must have a legitimate reason for doing <laughs> it. You must really be trying to seek God. Yeah. So immediately we're talking about something different than the public prayer in like a congregational setting. We're talking about you and God and what's that conversation like? That's exactly right. So, you know, think about people like Daniel who prayed every day, three times a day. There was a discipline there. Mm. Uh, Think about the Lord Jesus who would often go up and spend the entire night agonizing in prayer. Mm -hmm. Um, All of Paul's prayers continually for everyone. Um, You got your Luke, what is it, Luke 18, the widow and the unjust judge where she's bugging him and bugging him and bugging him and she keeps going back to the to the unjust judge and tell and asking him, please do this, and he gets so bugged he finally gives her. Yeah, you know, you got Luke eleven when you go to your friend's house at midnight and knock on the door and say, "Hey, get out of bed and give me some loaves." Yeah. Um, so you and have, those aren't just talking about knocking <clears throat> and asking for a <clears throat> cup of sugar. No, those no. <laughs> those are talking about beating down God's door. Yeah, all the time. Persistence. In the request. Yeah, persistence and boldness Mm -hmm. and audacity in coming to God with everything. Okay. So, number one, I'll share a story and then I'll ask a question. Okay. So, talked with someone here at the church just recently, and they remembered growing up and being told about this idea of having like your prayer warrior corner in your closet, where that was where you went and that's where you prayed and you put up the stuff you were going to pray for because that's where you were really you know, working it out. And she was talking about how ridiculous she thought that was as a kid. You know, It's like, why do I need to do that? And she said, but the older she gets, the more she realizes in order to really have that focused time and to keep her attention on the things that she meant to talk about, she said, it's not that I need a corner in my closet, but that focused space or direction, she sees the need for it. Really. Sure. 
And so this idea, even that term, prayer warrior, and this persistence, we hear that a lot. We do that a lot. You know, we're going to knock down God's door with our requests. How much of our relationship should be based then on God answering that request? Like, in the way we want it. Like, is that the idea? We ask yeah, a lot, we pray, and we get closer, and God gives us more stuff? Well, we ask, but we trust in the Lord to give as he sees fit. Um, there's nothing wrong with at all with what the lady is talking about. In fact, it's great to remind ourselves of people that we need to pray for. But even praying for other people, and that helps if you do it sincerely, but we're talking about pursuing a personal relationship Mm. with God in prayer. Um, so it you, goes beyond the <clears throat> requesting side. Yes. Okay. It, it's personal, and it, it involves personal concerns of your heart. It involves personal gratitude. I am so thankful to you, God, for it in, in my life. It involves personal praise. Mm -hmm. Lord, I'm so, I, you are so great because of this. It involves personal repentance, Psalm 51, Psalm 32, those outpouring of prayer by David, you know, <clears throat> creating me mm. a clean heart, O oh God, renew a right spirit in me, cast me not away from thy presence, dear Lord, take not thy Holy Spirit from me, mm. you know, it, it involves personal struggles and really telling God about those personal struggles, God, I'm afraid about this. No, I should oh. trust you, but I'm afraid. God, I'm angry okay. about this. You know. So, so now we can get into the, even on the request side of things, if we feel that things haven't been answered, addressing those sort of things to God yeah. is natural, normal, and even encouraged sure. in the scriptures we read? God, I've asked you about this again and again and again, and I don't know why you're, I don't find an answer from you, and and I'm begging you for this, and, you know, please hear me and, you know, help this person that I'm struggling about or whatever, yeah, you help know. my own personal <clears throat> struggles, addictions, yeah. you know, all these different things. Yeah, um, personal petitions that are really, your, you know, that deal with you and, and continually, you know, saying to God, Lord, I don't deserve what I'm asking of you. I know that. You know that. You know I'm not worthy mm. of you giving me this, but I beg you for your mercy's sake father to do this or that so here's a question i got from a fifth grader the other day if god knows everything why do i need to tell him about it well because we're trying to have a friendship with god hmm. friends tell each other about things moses spoke to god face to face as a man speaks to his friend yeah exodus 33 11 maybe <clears throat> And so, you know, Moses was always pursuing God in prayer. David was always doing that. Is that mm. pretty close to what it says? 33 what? 11, maybe? Oh, let's see. Yep, there you go. Thus <clears throat> the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. Mm -hmm. And I, it's interesting. I don't know how things get switched around there, but the Lord spoke to Moses face to face as a friend. You know, as one speaks to a friend. So even there, it's not even Moses was speaking to him as a friend, but the Lord was. Yeah, yeah and you find throughout, you know. it went both ways. Yeah. Moses was going to the tent of meeting in that and seeking God every day and communing with God, and God would speak to Moses. 
Moses would speak to God. (laughs) But it goes back to that. Sometimes we just feel we're talking to the all-powerful God who created everything and knows everything. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, who am I to come into your presence, you know, sort of thing. Enoch walked with God. Yeah. And Noah walked with God. And so part of prayer is walking with God. Mm. So I'm going to go walking, and I'm going to be by myself, but I can go walking and walk with God when I'm talking to God and really pouring out my soul to God. I think people are taught to say prayers, Mm -hmm. and I even hear preachers saying, now let's say a prayer. Well, what in the world does that mean, Mm -hmm. to say a prayer? Are you quoting a prayer? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Or, you know, yeah. What is saying a prayer? Praying is a spirit lifting up that soul and bearing that soul before God. Yeah. And letting that soul be as completely transparent, completely honest, completely forthcoming, hiding nothing, no hypocrisy, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That's real praying, <clears throat> praying to God. So it's the difference in like using the psalm, you know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You're running, you know, right hand upholds me, you make a table before my and kind of running through it versus really going, God, you are getting me through this dark valley right now. Yeah. And Lord, I know you are going to take care of me. And so you may say the prayer, but you're really feeling the implications of it. Yes, in fact, you and you can pray some of the psalms. If that psalm is part of you, you can pray that as your own prayer, and you can really yeah. feel every yeah bit of it. Because <clears throat> we're not we're not trying to create a dichotomy between spontaneous prayer and you know written prayer or the prayers of the Bible or scripture praying or. But Jesus said in Matthew six, "Don't use vain repetitions." Yeah, he's not talking about getting your prayer time in and just saying your memorized Ex- words. He's talking about praying from your heart. Yeah, but you can pray from your heart, still using words. You can. Yeah, but so, but sooner or later, you need to use your own words. Well, sure. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's part of the the well rounded again going towards our spiritual growth. Yeah, there's times where other people's words really communicate things that we otherwise couldn't say, and then there's other times right. we just need to be as blunt and honest and personal as we possibly can. But see, in pursuit of spirituality, if you yourself, if I myself am pursuing a close personal relationship with God, mm-hmm. then I'm pursuing intimacy before God. I'm pursuing vulnerability before God. Mm-hmm. I'm pursuing um, uh, trust. I'm I'm seeking to trust God in every word I'm saying in prayer, because I'm going to pray and then I'm going to trust. Um, I believe in His power. I believe He's going to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm practicing personal dependence mm. on God. I'm not stating my independence. I'm reasserting continually my dependence yeah. on God. Um, I'm I'm practicing humility. I'm practicing repentance every day before Him. See, it, it's it's prayer that's doing all those things. It's going mm-hmm. to help your relationship with God. And so, 
going back to even like the Daniel example, you know, he went and he prayed this many times a day in this way. Mm -hmm. It's almost a chicken or the egg, chicken and the egg sort of thing. Did he have a close relationship because he was doing those things or did he do those things because he had a close relationship? Yeah, both. Both. (laughs) It wasn't just the Pharisees may be a good example. The Pharisees had strict rules and discipline about times and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. But their personal relationship wasn't too well because they were ticking (laughs) off the boxes. Right. It's like if you had three times a day you could read your Bible. Well, great. That's awesome. But without the heart, without the focus, without the intentionality, Mm -hmm. without the the goal of the personal relationship as Mm -hmm. the fundamental under all this stuff, it won't work. So you have this goal of truly connecting with God Mm -hmm. in your prayer life. Mm Mm-hmm. Different people will need different things. Sure. And so that's part of you out there. If this is the desire, it's the find what works for you. Yeah, and to make every effort. Yeah. To start in that effort and see where it leads. And so pursuing personal spirituality starts somewhere. It's like when you first meet somebody, Mm. you're kind of awkward and uncomfortable with it. And the more you interact with that person, the more comfortable you get mm. and it, the you know the more you spend time with someone the more the walls come down and the, you get more comfortable yeah it happens with god that same way mm. so it may be that you need to loosen up a little and open up a little and be more spontaneous in your prayer life big like, time like maybe you've gotten into the well i pray at every meal time and right <clears> before <throat> bed yeah you typically say the same things so it's like hey you're at the stoplight and somebody comes to your mind, pray right then. Don't mm-hmm. go, I'll add you to my prayer list and pray about them tonight. Pray right then. You yeah. Know, you know, versus <clears throat> maybe there's someone who they are spontaneous, but they may wake up a week later and go, oh, I haven't prayed in a while. Maybe you do need to say, I'm going to pray every morning right after I wake up or every night after I, while I'm, you know, while I'm brushing my teeth. I'm yeah. All, pray to God. all yeah. of those things are good. Um, I think that, again, I keep calling this a pursuit mm-hmm. because unless you continually remind yourself to pursue it, um, you're not going to develop that personal relationship. This has to be about you and God. Which means it may change throughout your life, too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so at times we get distracted and we realize, oh, I haven't done this. I haven't been praying like mm-hmm. I need to. But we're immediately driven back to it because we yeah. want it. Yeah, what worked in my 20s may not work in my 30s, but yeah. I still desire it enough to make those changes. Right. Yeah. And and let's just say this. We're far from perfect. None of us are perfect in this. But at least let's, let's make a legitimate try to be real at it. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest with it. Let's be, let's be personal about it. Now, I'm not talking about me talking to you about being personal. I'm talking about me being personal right. about me. Right. See? Because I don't know if other preachers have this difficulty that I have, but it's so much easier for me to tell you what you ought to do mm-hmm. than for me to actually do it yeah. honestly with myself. Or to do it like with you or for you. Sure. Like, sure. Like, okay, let's pray, or let me pray for you, but then me turning around and going, and let me now pray for myself. Those can be very different things. Well, even praying for other people, there has to be a sincerity in that if it's real. Oh, yeah. So 
you know, Lord bless so and so, Lord bless so and so, Lord. Okay, but <laughs> be with, be with, be with, be with. Yeah, yeah. But what do you mean? And are you serious about it? Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah. Be honest in it. Yeah. That's, <clears throat> I remember. I think it was Alistair Begg uh, wrote a book on prayer, and that was one of his biggest things. Is he was like, every time you start to use a generic phrase, find something specific in God's blessings to put into that space. You know, he's like, pick a fruit of the spirit, pick something and put it in there because that really makes you think about the needs. And the same would definitely be true about yourself. Yeah. The minute you just say, you know, God help me today. Help. What does that mean? Help with what? What do you like? What good, bad or ugly is about to happen today that you want God pick a fruit of the spirit, you know, as a, as a simple, here's a set of words to use, Mm -hmm. which one of these would most benefit me today? God, may your spirit, manifest itself in that way today. Give me more, yep. you know, whatever. Um, I think those are the sort of things that it's the, if you dig down and drill down, it'll be much more effective. It will be effective in your own life because it will, prayer, when you really talk about things, okay, let's say we're going to talk about the fruits of the Spirit, and we pray about those things, and then you really internalize those things, and then mm. by by praying about those things, it brings up you know, what will God have me do? And I have to, again, go out and apply mm. the things I've been talking to God about yeah. in my life. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't want to call it a self-fulfilling prophecy, but maybe it's the going back to our concept of meditating that we talked about in our last one. If you pray in the morning for more, you know, self-control today, and that's where you started your focus Throughout the day, when you encounter tough situations, you're more likely to think about controlling yourself. Absolutely. Or the possibility that you will stay in control than maybe you weren't before. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how much of that is we just put it on our mind? How much of that is the power of God? You know, there's great discussions to be had there. But prayer and scripture just go round and round together. Mm. Yeah. In a, in a little swirl, and they just <laughs> they just feed upon each other. Yeah, and it. I guess this would be the, is there any downside to having a stronger prayer life? Well, that's crazy. Of course not. <laughs> but, but a stronger prayer life means that you are personally going to God and lifting up your soul honestly to God mm. on, a, on a repeated basis continually through your life. If that's what's happening, then you are, you are seeking God. You are... You are trying to walk with God. If that's not happening to some degree, then your seeking isn't really happening to the degree it needs to happen. Right. I mean, that going back to the seek and you shall find sort of idea, well, if I'm just looking in general, but I don't know what I'm looking for, how am I ever going to find something? Yeah, and if you if you don't go to God's door and knock on it regularly, then... Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the whole I turn to somebody and I say... Yeah, I just don't have I don't have that available. Or so and so didn't have it, and they go, "Did you ask?" Well, well no. <laughs> Satan is going to try to keep our attention elsewhere. Yeah. Again, it brings us back to you got to you got to turn everything off and mm. spend some time in prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a time and a place for praying, just in the moment and whatever situation there is there that you're in. But there's also space for I'm going to make sure I'm taking my quiet walk. I'm yeah. going to sit in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to my prayer warrior corner in my closet, you know, sure. what, whatever it may be. 
and praying throughout the day in little snippets is great too. Yeah. Hey, there's our timer. All right, that sounds good. Let's continue this <laughs> conversation later. All right. Maybe we'll do some talk about singing next time. We will. Okay. And we may wrap some things up, tie it all in a nice little boat. Okay. Well, thanks for being with us through these this series of discussions on personal spiritual growth. We hope that you are pursuing personal spiritual growth. And if you've got other questions, comments, maybe some things you've done, uh, we'd love to hear some of those things that you have done, the changes you've made to make this pursuit real in your own life. Amen. Yeah. So hope you have a great week. We'll see you next time. God bless.